Hi, this is David Key. At Quo, we've worked for the last 20 years with many of the world's best-known travel brands. During this unprecedented global crisis, our world of travel has changed, possibly irreversibly. This series will see us speak with many global leaders to understand how they see the future of travel. Joe Bensley, friend, most of all, ally in, uh, in a lot of what we, do, <laughs> what we try and do over the years, um, and, and, and leader, leading thinker. Uh, welcome to the future of travel, Bill. Thank you very much. What's a trifecta? <laughs> I'm not sure I was going to ask you. You're a lot smarter than I am, so I don't really know anything about much, so... But you were saying that you want to create a trifecta in American politics. What does that mean? I think it's, it's three people that work together. So few people work together in American politics. They fight each other all the time. Um, I would love to see three people who I admire a great deal take the presidency as, as equal partnership, perhaps a trifecta. I don't know if that's the right word or not. Isn't a trifecta something you heard in the horse racing? It might be. I thought it was something like three <laughs> three pictures that you put up on the wall and oh, you read them together. Yeah, I that's it. Yeah. 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 A trio. A trinity. A, a trinity. That's God it. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you about well, we my, take religion my trinity. My trinity. Okay. That's going to lead the states out of their miserable existence, current existence. And that would be, I would put Al Gore back in the, back in the hot seat as one of one equal seat because he he very much has been driving and he understands the environment of the world better than any american politician that i know and you i uh yeah i think al gore is the only politician perhaps apart from mary robinson who was the president of the eu who um who has really taken who in the last 20 years, and that's, I mean, it's actually completely mm. mad, who's actually taken the environment and made it a major cause. So of course, apart from our friends in Bhutan. Yes, yeah. I mean, we, we did a book, you, you've probably seen, we did a book in the late 90s called The Middle Path, which was the National Environment Commission of Bhutan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the most forward-thinking Mm-hmm. Engagement, integration of um, of environment, Buddhism, spiritual practice, mm-hmm. some politics, sure, mm-hmm. of how Bhutan would, would would go would go forward in the world, and you know that even today there's still so few examples of that. It's mm-hmm. so sad. So wonderful, wonderful examples. I understand that that Bhutan is the only country in the planet that has a growing forest. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that has a forest that grows. I know it grows every day, but it growing in area-wise. I'm sure. I, I know that's true. But mm-hmm. His Majesty the Fourth King, um, who, who, who was the, again, I mean, in the same vein as perhaps Al Gore, mm-hmm. but was a proponent if, you know, of... Of both of growing of growing the natural environment of growing the forest and of environmentalism as at it, at the core of the economy at the core of 
of gross national happiness mm-hmm. um, was, 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 you know, proves to us, proves to me, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm sure to yourself, and we, we can go back to, the, to our trinity, that if, we do, if you don't have leadership that cares, we have no future. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. That's very true. And then integrated, you know, we were touching on things like democracy and the way people, political systems and economies and the way that, the way that it all kind of comes together. If you don't have altruistic leadership, mm-hmm. people that really care about whether it's their own, their own society, their own culture, their own environment, it's it's a desperate future, and if you go to the American example, which you, you know we'd started talking about, it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. You know, I, I you know I, I'm going to let you in on a secret, David. I've never voted since I voted for McGovern when I was back in the when I was back in college, and I'm registering to vote just so that I can vote against Trump. Right. I don't, I don't mind, but I have my own idea of who the Trinity is going to be, who it should be, who should really be running that country. Because no matter how great an economy is, if the environment, if we don't have a planet in which to operate an economy, what's the point? Right. If, we, if our grandchildren don't have a, a planet. And, what is, and, and to that point, what is measurement of economy? Who measures the economy? Right, right. You know, just because you've got a lot of money in the bank, just because the stock market's at the highest rate it's ever been. Just because you've printed a whole bunch more trillion dollars. Right. I mean, it's, you know, we, we talk about spirituality. And again, going back to the Bhutanese, con- going back to the Bhutanese context, where there's no imposition of Buddhism. There's no imposition of, of spirituality mm-hmm. on the people. Mm-hmm. Yet it governs their reality. I, I love the title of your book, of that book being called The Middle Road, right? The Middle that, Path. The Middle Path, because that, you know, that, that says very much the Buddhist principle is the middle path. We never do anything too much, never think anything too little, but it also applies to how we live on the earth, and how we live within the environment. You know, we take the middle path, we only take, we only take from the earth what we absolutely need. And that's why we're so buggered up on the, our earth is because of, of greed. We take, we've, we've gone past the middle path. We've gone past, way past what we should be reaping from the earth every single day. Is there a, does that make sense? Yeah, it really does make sense. But it, I mean, I don't want to, we were in such a good mood. We had such a delicious lunch, but. <laughs> Sorry about that. We've now, got some ice cream coming. Yeah. I. I want us, I mean, we're, you know, we, we, we collectively have been working in Asia and around the world for, for, you know, 50, 60 years between us. And we have what we can to give back. We understand what societies, to a point, they need. But are they all going the wrong way? Are all the societies in, in, in whether Asia? Whether it's in Asia or in America or... <clears throat> I think every for me, every society, every every religion in, in that fact, um, every every group of people have 
something very valid to say. And, and, and every religion, too, has something very valid and very... If you listen, if you listen carefully and you, to everybody, then I, I think you can learn a lot. But I would agree with you, and I think you're leading me down this path, I would agree with you that most societies as a whole, most countries as a whole, we don't have our, pri- pri- our pri- priorities in the right place. Right, and then, you know, we were saying before whether we talk about, in, in our industry, in, in, in tourism or in hospitality, whether we talk about purpose and all of that. Is it up? To, I mean, I, I have a theory, and, and, and it's something that, that actually stems from Sri Lanka, stems from work that I've done in Sri Lanka, and, 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 and my son also did in Sri Lanka, where we're working in, in, in public-private um, partnerships, in PPPs, um, where... It's a private enterprise, mostly, not exclusively, but mostly driving thought, driving what becomes government thought. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm in, in, in conversation now about hopefully an, 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 another, um, another assignment or another piece of work are, are on this level. I believe, and I don't know what you think, Bill, but I believe that if private enterprise doesn't start to drive opinion such as what you've done in Cambodia mm-hmm. um, where you've done everything you possibly can to, to try and bring public opinion into through your through a private enterprise into mm-hmm. into, into what's needed um, if private enterprise doesn't do it we'll just continue to go down the wrong track I yeah I totally agree I, I think that and, and I, I try to appeal to as many of the big hotel companies as I possibly can in order to to make it a a trendy thing, if you will, in order right. to bring um, a purpose to every single hotel that's built from now on for 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 a trendy thing for for hotel companies to actually look at you know at least something that's sustainable, at least some little thing. Some tiny corner, because in the past they haven't, for the most part. Right. You know, there's the, the there's there's the exceptions, but for the most part, as us, you and I, we were both in the hospitality business big time. What percentage in in your in your mind of of our clients actually, you know, yeah. up until last year actually gave a shit? Can I say shit on this? No. No, I can't. Okay. No, say it again. <laughs> that, 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 that give a damn about. <laughs> that gi- yeah. There's no. Say for, you for the most point, you know, all for the most point, for the most part, don't most hoteliers don't care, and they're just in it for the money. That's it. Period. Full stop. But this, and I've had this conversation with you before, and I've had this conversation before. Is that sustainable? First of all, I mean, we can we'll get deeper into this, but is that sustainable? Hell no, it's not right. No, absolutely not. I mean, why don't they listen to the Bhutanese? That's a very good point. That's a, that's a you know that's a good that's a great example. Why don't we? Being, well, for one, the Bhutanese don't want everyone going there, and they shouldn't want everyone going there, and they, they're perfectly happy the way they are, and the more that that they are influenced by the outside world, the less happy they will be. Right, but it's not sustainable to not 
have. I mean, the, the, I'm involved in a, in, in a, in a, in a actually, I have a conversation this evening with, with some friends in Europe and in, in the Middle East where we're talking about creating a platform where, where, we, where we can drive progress. Mm-hmm. There has been, and I'll say this with you and whoever listens, there has been hardly any evolution of thinking of, of purpose, of real meaning in the hotel industry for many, many years. It's still it's a dinosaur. Stagnant, completely stagnant. Yeah, I, would, I couldn't agree with you more, David. And processes, simple processes, a check-in process, the way the rooms are cleaned, the way it's built, mm-hmm. the way it's designed, mm-hmm. is all one-dimensional, just checking, looking for money. I mean, mm-hmm. the economic structures where they're, they're trying, trying to be profitable. I'm all in favor of profit. I am too. Um, totally. But the, the opportunity of driving fulfillment, even for your staff, real fulfillment, real meaning for, the, for your staff, it's, or for the architecture, mm-hmm. it's just not there. Mm-hmm. And you're depressed? Am I depressed? I'm never depressed. I'm not the depressed type. <laughs> But do you think uh, do you think we can do you think it's too steep of a battle as to try and change that? No, I don't. I think that uh, you know I, I've <clears throat> I've still got at least another fifty years of doing this. At least, at least, yeah. I, I, I'm going to plan on kicking off at 111. Um, well, starting up at 100. <laughs> <laughs> By that time, I might learn something. <laughs> No, I, I'm going to keep on kicking this bucket down the road, uh, and I, I hope that I will gain momentum in the number of people that we influence. Uh, I have a project that's in, in China. The zoo. The zoo, the human zoo, man. And, I, and, and this is so cool. I've been working on it all morning before you came. Uh, this has the potential of... of, of influencing in a big way 10 million young Chinese per year. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, that, that really makes me happy to be How able to will do it that. influence them? And what, what is your purpose? What is, what is the, not purpose, excuse me, what is the journey? Well, the, the, the purpose is the correct answer in that, in, in that, in that it's very, um, my purpose is very selfish in that, you know, I own, I own Shintamani Wild in Cambodia, right. right? And that's under threat all the time for uh, bushmeat. And that bushmeat ends up on the tables of the Vietnamese and the, and the Chinese. And, and it's selfish in a way, but I don't want to have, I want to have at least my part of the Southern National Forest. I want the animals in a, more than anything else and I want in the entire world to come back in the numbers that they once were. And we can't do that. Even more than Trump getting out of office? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 
Oh, you got me there. Okay, you got me. We're coming back to the, the Trinity. We're coming back to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, even more so than that. Yeah. Wow. Because it, because when, it actually when Trump will change the way people think. Because it'll change the way people think. Um, and how, how are we going to do that? Um, it's not just by the 2,400 hotel rooms that are built around the periphery, but we have a train that actually stops at seven different places. And I'm working on this all the time, but this, this train that stops is going to present various issues of zoonotic diseases is one of the, thing, one of the issues. But it's going to be done in a way that it's not like a museum, but it's like um, a Broadway musical, if you will. So that uh, kids, and you know now there's this explosion in China now that the one, one kid rule stopped, what, seven years ago? About. About, yeah. So by the time we're open five years from now, there'll be a whole lot of, you know, two kid families. And, and they'll all be wanting, wanting to travel. And if we can present in a very impactful way, because now kids, just to get them off, of, off, of the, uh, off their cell phones, mm -hmm. you know, to, to get them to focus on something, it's got to be sharp, it's got to be theatrical, and it has to be pointed. And like Simon Sinek? Sinek. Sinek. Like Simon Sinek, it has to be repeated one after right. another. Right. That same message about, you know, wildlife should not be on the, on the dinner table. It's all... Our responsibility is, as, as, as we, as we, uh, we see this, and this is why I'm having this conversation this evening. I am, I'm getting to a point now where I'm actually obsessed with, with education, mm -hmm. with getting to a point mm -hmm. where, I mean, we, we talk about America and, and, and don't really joke. And my challenge in, in the U.S. to a point in Europe as well, and, and pretty much globally is the challenge of education and the disparity of private public education and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But in just if we talk about the tourism hotel industry, we have to, we, we have a responsibility, one, to educate that the, what we're doing impacts, whether it's wild animals, whether it's animals, whether it's the animal kingdom, whether it's the environment, whether it's climate change, whether mm -hmm. <coughs> it's whatever. But even deeper than that, it, it impacts people's lives. It impacts what they do every day. Mm -hmm. And if they, if we continue to to have meaningless experiences, mm -hmm. meaningless professional experiences, because there's no purpose, mm -hmm. what do we end up with? I think you're. I I I mm -hmm. I, I love this idea of the human zoo. Mm -hmm. We we end up with with empty hearts, right? Yeah, we end up with with a life that has no meaning, right? We go from point A to point B, and we pay our credit cards, and we think we enjoy ourselves, but without the purpose and meaning, then. And we have a responsibility as as, as thinkers in this business to educate also the other. You know the, the the other visionaries and drivers of mm -hmm. change because mm -hmm. you can't just pay lip service. You can't. No, you've got to you've got to do it yourself. You know this light right here. It's powered by the solar power on the on the roof. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's all everything's here is powered by the solar power right. on the roof. Yeah, no, it's good for you. We're the we're the 
perhaps the only design firm in Bangkok that was all solar powered. Isn't that cool? That is yeah, cool. it's not it's not just lip service. Bill, thank you. I mean, I'd like we should, we could go on, but our listeners. Well, I haven't told you about the rest of the tri- the, 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 the trinity. Trifecta. Let's the, finish the, it. The trinity, okay. The trinity, and the and the second person after Al Gore, it would be Bill Gates, right? Of course, because because he be- predicted all this. Because he, <laughs> he predicted all of this, but I I choose him because because he does his homework. Unlike Trump, he really does his homework, and he sits and he reads twenty books a week. And if there is another problem within the states or something, he's the guy that I figure is going to figure it, everything out. Uh, he already knows so much about infectious diseases across the world. He's already and knowledge that. is king. And knowledge is king, absolutely. And number three, you, you might you might giggle, but it it is my hero. My my hero is the eighty eight year old Jane Goodall, because. She, it's not just because she's the chimp lady, but it's because she's grown from age, what, 21 when she was out in... in she was in Kenya. In Kenya, yeah, when she was out in Kenya with Leaky. Right. She's grown so much to be... And she, and she understands perhaps more than anyone else in the world that I know of, a, a global understanding of what the world needs in order to, to survive on it as a, as a herd, as we talk, we talk about it today. Right. So. What is that? Can you go deeper in that? What is, I, I think I understand what you mean, but <clears throat> just the interconnectivity, the, the Well, that's, it. that's That's the key, interconnectivity, right? It's the interconnectivity between us and nature. Right. And, and she is the person that, under, that, in my estimate, understands that more so than anyone else. And if we, and if we, if we, as a herd, um, continue to ignore that connectivity, we're done. Thanks, David. It's been great to great Bill, to talk to you. Thank yeah. you so much. We should do this again. We should do this again. Talk yeah. to you soon. Okay.